Then answers like, can you be fired from your job at the calendar factory for taking a day off? <laughs> no one's huh? interested. Huh? Did no. you recognise the fact that after Monday and Tuesday, even the calendar says WTF? Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes. Hi America, hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre and just plain weird. If you've just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week, we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed, picks and pulls on her unconscious mind, and she snores that very tune. Let's have a listen tonight. She's staying alive. Oh. oh. Staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> Do you know why she's snoring staying alive? Because we're in a studio at the moment, surrounded by electrical equipment, everything's live, and there's three inches of water on the floor. Yeah. There is. I was fed up of not having a show. Yes. Our studio has been flooded. This is well documented. There's global warming, climate change, the studio, the Des Moines River decided to break its banks, half of it's currently in our studio. What could possibly <gasps> go wrong? Have you found a fish? Yeah. Or is it a boat full of immigrants? I think it's a worm. You think it's a worm? <laughs> We'll be eating that later. That'll be part of the show. I was fishing in here earlier. So staying alive is very apt on the back of the fact that we're surrounded by electrical equipment and we're standing in water. And if you don't believe us, we're going to do this. That's my feet. Go, Michelle. Michelle's got her Wellington boots on. I do. It's ridiculous. <laughs> should be electric. My mother should have been snoring electric dreams. Oh. Only in electric dreams. I can sing that in a very East End. I only knew you for a while. That's my dad singing karaoke. Oh. I've never known anyone stand up and sing a whole song in one note. It's remarkable. <laughs> he should be singing I've electric dreams. I only knew you for a while. I never 
never saw your smile till it was time to go, time to go away. <laughs> yep. He would do very well in country. Together in electric yes. dreams. <laughs> that is my dad. But yes, my mother is snoring, staying alive. If we get electrocuted, if everything suddenly goes dead while you're listening to the show, you know what's happened. There we go. I'll leave everything to my mum and dad. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I have to say, I love doing this show. I am so sick and tired of not doing the show and having the studio flooded. That Come hell or literally high water, <laughs> we were going to do it even if we were bobbing around on a coracle. It was going to happen tonight, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, to help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and she does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also a producer and sound engineer. Heather started investing in stocks this week. Beef, chicken, vegetable. <laughs> One day she hopes to be a bullionaire. Ooh, oh, nice. my uh -huh. God. I've missed this show. I have missed I this show. Tell. Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. Hola, missed you all. Yeah? Have you got web feet over there? Are you... mm, trench foot. You've got trench oh. foot, have you? Mm. Last seen in the First World War, but now in a studio in southwest Minnesota. I also wish to introduce the man and crazy, Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle wants people to stop putting flyers on her car. She does not want to see a band called Parking Violation at the courthouse next Thursday. <laughs> doing it, people. It makes a change from the note she got left on her windshield that read, I assume you parked blindfold while a crazed ferret gnawed at your private. <laughs> Martin did that. Do you remember that? What, awesome. Martin gnawed at her private? Love you, Martin. <laughs> Martin loves yeah. putting notes on people that park badly as cars oh, there we go well we need to see some of those that should be a book uh -huh. you almost want to film their reaction put up a secret camera and write something bizarre i think i'm pregnant just leave it in a <laughs> random car <laughs> film film there i'm not by the way std check I, 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 oh. wow <laughs> that escalated quickly didn't yep. it? i was going down some nice paths oh. and you jumped in and ruined it sorry we have with us tonight our resident psychologist Chad Peters. Chad is addicted to interventions. We have no idea how to help him. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the show, Chad. Thanks. I love this show. I've missed it. Have you missed it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Terribly. So to the point where we're sitting in water surrounded by electrical equipment. <laughs> when I'm invited to someone's house for a party, if I see three or four cars outside... I drive by in case it's an intervention. <laughs> share that with you. They are mad. They are bad. And they are paranormal. I want to give a big thanks. Everyone has given us their support on Facebook. 
lots of people have said, you know, there's no point in causing danger to yourself. Well, we've ignored all of that advice. We've gone for it anyway. <laughs> this is where we are. But a big thank you to all of the individuals that gave us their support over the last few weeks. So we bring in the round that we call a lack of general knowledge with the Amyl Nitrate Martin sponsored gong of infinite knowledge. Yay! With the opioids of fact and the bong of statistics. Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, oh, drug facts. Yeah. I want to start a nightclub called the Electric Gong. There you oh. <laughs> I literally said bong. I, I know think it either works. I don't <laughs> think it matters. Electric there probably bong. is one. An electric gong. Bong. Yeah, it was an electric <laughs> bong. Let's work on that. Let's see if we can find out before tonight's show if you can, in fact, get an electric gong or an electric bong. Either works. Now, I've done a lot of research. I thought last week we would have a show. But then, lo and behold, the rains came down once more. It looked like the sea cut into vertical strips. Yep. And the studio flooded again. I'm lazy. I can't be bothered to do all the research. So tonight's questions... <laughs> We're based on last Friday. Yay! Great! And I, and I don't mind. I, I think that's that. fine. I, yes. I, I'm, they were very funny. I think they're funny. We'll see. We're going to read them out. <laughs> I guess the proof is in the pudding, as they say. So on this very day, British legendary actor Tim Curry was <gasps> born. So happy birthday to him. Although it was last Friday. It's a belated. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. It's a belated. Birthday, happy birthday. Famous, of course, <laughs> for his iconic role in the Rocky Horror Picture show, the original Pennywise in It, if you recall, Home Alone 2, Clue, Clone Wars, and Long John Silver in Muppet Treasure Island. A classic role, if ever I saw one. For your first question tonight, if you wish to win your money, your uh, there's no money at stake. Your mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Your oh. money. You wish to wish my money. <laughs> well, the reason I said that, I'm going to jump in early. We had an anonymous donor. Well, we know who he is but he wishes to remain anonymous. And he very kindly donated a rather large sum of money to help us replace the equipment yes. and be up and running tonight. So an anonymous donor, which is easy for you to say, <laughs> has instantly gained themselves 100 points. Oh! So tonight, anonymous donor is on 100 points right now, which is where the confusion was lying with points. I oh. see. He wins. And money. Well, we'll see. I'm feeling very confident. Anonymous. Bearing in mind we just spoke about Muppets. <laughs> I know. Treasure Island. <laughs> Your first question. If you wish to embrace the slippery beast in this wet studio tonight, is how old is Tim Curry? He had his birthday last Friday. How old is that gentleman? 64. Closest one will win. Morris is going for 64. 70. Michelle. Michelle is going to go for 70. Chad. I'm going to go 74. 74. Chad has won the first points of the night. He is. Tim Curry is, in fact, 73. Oh. Yeah. oh. That's remarkable, isn't it? That's crazy. You're nine years out. He's in very <laughs> poor health at the You'll moment. He had, a, he had a very okay. bad stroke, I think, in 2014. Oh, yeah. oh, he did. And he's currently in a wheelchair. But he still does voiceovers. He does a lot of cartoon work as well. But... Best wishes to him, and I hope his health improves. But Chad has won the first points of the evening. (laughs) What strange items could be found throughout the movie, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, in the background? Nylons. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, let me give you a clue. I believe they call them Easter eggs. So there's little things you can find that if you look for them, you get... Do you know what I mean? Fans of the show, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can look for them. So all you need to tell me to win your points tonight is to tell me what those little Easter eggs were in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. What did they put in the background of some of the scenes that people will look for? And people like George Lucas are very good at this. Oh. Do you remember Indiana Jones where they're looking at hieroglyphs and there's a little R2-D2 and C-3PO? Mm -hmm. True. And then mm -hmm. there's a TARDIS as well, Doctor Who. They do a lot of strange and bizarre things like that. What would they have done? Miss Morris. The Indiana Jones little head. Yes. But we're talking about the Rocky Horror I know, but they put it show. in there. Yes, they and do. And then they put um, nylons in there. Your answer is nylons. And makeup. Makeup. And um, a lightsaber. <laughs> Seems like a good combination. <laughs> it's in the background of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Was Star Wars even around at that point? When did that oh show God, get oh written? No. I don't think Star oh Wars had come along when that show <laughs> was a theatre production no. and was written originally. But That's if you're willing to embrace the idea... Or something to do with meatballs. It was a time warp. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and they danced. You're going meatballs. No. Like oh. The show, no. the movie Meatballs. Have yeah. you ever seen it? Oh, you're missing out. Yeah. I'm sure I am. But you're going to go with lightsaber. Lightsaber, meatballs, and lipstick. Wow. They're my solicitors. <laughs> Good Friday night. Attorneys to the stars. What a film that was, by the way. <laughs> Cracking film. What did they have as little Easter eggs in the background, Michelle, of the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Hot dogs. You're going to go with a hot dog. That's a great answer. Chad, what are your thoughts? I'm going to say things from the movie Frankenstein. That would work. I've told you the answer four or five times. You've just blatantly ignored me. Easter eggs? It was Easter eggs. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. Do you know how many times I've told you that? And you're not even <laughs> listening to me, are you? The crew had an Easter egg hunt, and not all were found. So if you're looking for them, some of them replaced light bulbs and pushed them into light fittings so it looked like a light bulb. Oh, that's hilarious. There's some in the elevator on the floor, and there's some under the throne, if you wish to look for them. But I told you the answer four or five times, but you're just not listening, are you? No. I tried to help you out. Yeah, whatever. But you don't pay attention. I don't always break into dance, but when I do, I do the time warp again. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. Tim Curry was not allowed to attend a screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show in a New York theater because, and that's all you have to tell me, why was he not allowed to attend a screening of the film, Miss Morris? Mm, because they would want him to perform. They wanted him to perform, and he said no. No, because if he were to attend, they would actually want him to perform like an interaction. Ah, oh, I see where we are. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Yeah. He's going to get roped in. Do it. Do Michelle, it why was he denied going to a screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show? And it wasn't a special screening. It wasn't a premiere or anything. But they denied him entry. Either because... There was a law against men dressing as women, or they already had enough Franks. That would work. I think there's some strange laws. We're going to talk about That's some strange one. laws in our Not For The Mother section of this show later on this evening that would cover some of the things you've just brought up. Why was Tim Curry not allowed to go into that screening, Chad? I'm going to go with he always brought a crowd with him because a crowd followed him. Sure. And uh, that would have been a fire hazard. He wasn't allowed to go to the screening because they didn't think it was him. They thought it was someone playing a practical joke, and they said, no, you're not coming. It wasn't until he actually turned up that they suddenly realized that was him on the screen, 
and they then let him in. Because of his accent, British, of course, yeah. they thought he was a blagging. They thought he was making it up, and it was a practical joke, Aww. and they said, no, don't come along. And that's happened to me. I'm the founder of the International Paranormal Society. I don't know if you was with me, Heather, when we did this investigation, but we was north of St. Cloud in one of the small towns up there. I think it may have been Avon or Belgrade. And I needed to book a restaurant for 15 members of my team because we were going to eat before we then investigated the museum, which used to be a nunnery. So a fabulous place to investigate. They refused. I called them and said, can I book a table for Saturday night? There'll be 15 of us. And they said something along the lines of stop messing around. We're fed up with these phone calls. If you don't stop messing around and prank calling us, we're going to call the police and put the phone down on me. Ooh. So I then called for a second time and I eventually got them to believe me that I actually have this accent and I do need a table. And fair play to that restaurant. When we turned up, they gave us a free dessert because they felt really bad nice. that hmm. they'd turned us down. But that was, in fact, true. The other thing I'm going to mention very briefly, this happened to me several years ago. I was walking through the mall in Mankato and I went from the car park or the car lot, as you wish to say over here. I was walking through Barnes and Noble. I looked over. I glanced. There was a gentleman in the local interest section with my book in his hands and he was looking at it and the book was open. And I wandered up to him. I leaned over his shoulder and I said, I've read that book twice. It's brilliant. I would highly recommend it. And he said, thank you very much. I went off to buy it. To this day, <laughs> he has no clue who I was. Unless he saw my happy, smiling face on the back of the book. Because if you're standing in a small town, in a bookshop, you don't expect the foreign author to be standing behind you when you're reading that book or you're looking through it, do you? And it just reminded me of that. Tim Curry wasn't allowed to go to the screening because they didn't believe it was him. He turned up and then, of course, they believed him. Now... On this day, in 1882, the English naturalist Charles Darwin died at the age of 73. You see how all the numbers fit together. Mm -hmm. Tim Curry, 73. He died at the age of 73. Naturist or naturalist. I don't want to see Charles Darwin naked, to be honest. I don't think that's something you want to see. <laughs> Charles Darwin, naturist, <laughs> died at 73. <laughs> the natural laws of selection. This is true. He was famous, of course, for his natural selection theory of evolution and starting the Darwin Awards. Very few people are aware of that. He did <laughs> yes, actually present. Yes. He did present the very first award uh, back in the day, of course. He was born on exactly the same day and the same year as Abraham Lincoln. See all these things. If he was a numerologist, you'd have to have a go and lie down in a darkened room with a washcloth over your face right now. It'd be too much for you, wouldn't it? You'd be overcome with excitement over all of these numbers. You wouldn't be able to get to sleep at night. So, in 1838, Darwin composed a list of two columns, and he's delineating the upsides and the downsides of getting married. You oh. see what he's done? He's, he's drawn a line down a piece of paper, the pluses of getting married, the negative aspects of getting married. Now, bearing in mind he did this in 1838, this is a very patriarchal Victorian society, yes. so do bear that in mind when you give your answers. But... I want to know what he put in the married column. What would be the benefit to Charles Darwin in 1838, bearing in mind patriarchal society, of getting married? And you can shout them out. And if you get them, I should give you points for each and every one. So as a Victorian Someone gentleman... too clean. That's what I was thinking. on Some the list. Well, the you need to jump in then. Procreation Hang on. Wait. Of the species. Oh, my uh, goodness. When do we jump in? 
Chad, yes, you've got Someone points for copulating cook. live on air. Miss Morris, Miss Morris, well, the two go hand in hand or Sex. hand in gland. Someone to press his shirt. Yes, that's how children come along, Michelle. I don't know if anyone's Some... introduced that idea to you. What? That's right. How many children have you got? None. Right. <laughs> someone to darn his socks. Yes, someone to look after the house. And Miss Morris wins her first points of the evening. There's one more that you can get if you put your mind to it. So outside of procreational Just companionship physical someone oh you are cl- on fire sir someone to clean the toilet yes that <laughs> all comes under toilet? one um <laughs> what in victorian britain they're going in the street or the basement yeah. there's no toilet somebody's got to clean it you're a <laughs> <laughs> yes and the individuals that clean it were called gong farmers and they came around oh, once yeah. a week with a shovel and they shoveled it into a car. Really? Someone to fix the car. Yes. <laughs> the car. Yeah. Do you know when yeah. you wish like you hadn't Someone to help drive the spaceship. <laughs> Let's draw this to a conclusion on the back of the fact that all the ones I was after have, in fact, uh, been put out there. I will give Chad some more points because uh, on that list was children. Constant companion. You'd get a constant companion. He's written here a friend in old age that's better than a dog. So that's good news for women all around the world. Someone to look after the house. There we go. Okay, you're getting the flavour of things. There was a second column in the not marry section. And I just need you to tell me what Darwin in 1838... I was going to say nagging. Just (laughs) nagging. Just freedom to to pursue whatever you want to pursue. Chad is on fire. Freedom to go wherever he wants was the phrase that he used. Chad's up to a nice rounded... That falls under nagging. Symmetrical (laughs) set of points. Fighting. <laughs> mm, wow. Bad food. You have to support someone else financially <laughs> in, Vic- not... in the Victorian area. That is true enough. He, he wasn't on his list. <laughs> All right. I've got down here loss of time. I mean, if, I've, if you spend an hour with the wife, I mean, it's an hour wasted back in Victorian Britain, isn't true, it? True, I be suppose. Doing... Um, he's put conversation with clever men at clubs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. Some people actually... Miss this period of history, don't they? I'm sure there's Brits out there that are missing the British Empire as we live. And brief life was much simpler when there was a British Empire, wasn't there? Do you not think? For men, yeah, depends <laughs> on who you were. Well, like, you'll be pleased to know. You know, if you're an Indian subject, maybe yes, not. that wouldn't be so good. <laughs> the uh, plus column one, he did actually get married to a woman who was his first cousin in 1839, just one year later. So it was obviously on his mind. He was chewing on the idea. Her name was Emma Wedgwood. So a Wedgwood by name, Wedgwood by nature. (laughs) And that was his first cousin. Chad got more points than you can wave a stick at, like in an Arthur C. Clarke film. Take that, Michelle. See, violence in the workplace. I'll have to have a look at our policies on that. Darwin had to leave medical school because he hated what? Darwin had to leave medical school because just... he hated Miss Morris. Let's go in order. Let's have the ladies first. But you always win, Chad. I mean, their answers are ridiculous. You've been doing this show long enough. You're not expecting winners here, are you? So don't don't fear. I think coming in last isn't going to be a problematic for you or hold you back in any way, shape or form. Um, because he hated studying other people's work. He hated studying other people's work. He wanted to branch out and do his own. Yes. That's a good answer. Michelle. Anatomy. He hated anatomy. Chad, win the points. I think Michelle is close. It's blood. He's won the point. I told you. It's almost like I'm psychic. <gasps> Chad's up to a rather resplendent 
double he's, integer of he's, 10. He's, he did not like blood, apparently. Knock off the testosterone, Get Ken. the syringe. <laughs> wow. I read that I had type A blood, but it was a typo. <laughs> I've got time. <sighs> apparently yeah, that, that joke... Was... Was all in vain. Oh, I was going to go. It was kind of oh, negative. God, Perfect. More. We're all on this. Well, let's give each other some points, Chad. You can go up to twelve. <laughs> I'm now on two, so everybody is happy. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> wow. Well, your time will come. <laughs> Do you know how many points you've got so far? None. That's correct, madam. <laughs> as a student at Cambridge, he founded the Gourmet Club, uh, also known as the Glutton Club, solely for the purposes of dining on birds and beasts previously unknown to the human palate. So what you need to do for me is to tell me what bird did he say tasted the worst and he could not even choke it down. Bearing in mind, this is a club for strange and bizarre birds and animals that you wouldn't normally eat. What was the worst bird he claimed Peacock. to have ever eaten? Just shout some names out. Dodo. Turkey. Nope. Emu. Nope. Penguin. Nope. Sparrow. Goose. Nope. Spar- uh, you said sparrow. Blackbird. Nope. Crow. Nope. Peregrine falcon. Uh, we could be here some time. Eagle. <laughs> if you had some wisdom and knowledge, Ostrich. you might get this. Owl. Perfect. Chad <laughs> is on the same wavelength as Which myself. One? It was an owl. He said it was the worst thing he's ever eaten. He's Good. never eaten another one. Kentucky Fried Owl. They're beautiful. Go and get a bargain bucket. There we are. I wouldn't imagine there's much meat on that, would there? You'd have to stew it, maybe. Ooh, it's like feathers. No. <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> Don't wanna be out by myself. <laughs> I don't wanna be. That's terrible. He also ate a hawk, if you're interested, oh, and no. a bittern, which is a member of the heron family. I'm thinking there's not much on that, is there? Still think you're gonna have to stew it. He also ate some very strange and bizarre animals outside of the bird family. What well, is a couple that are here? Name some strange and bizarre animals you think you may have eaten. A elephant. A ferret. No no elephants. No hippopotamus. Fox. Hamster. A snake. Otter. Let's play what's my animal. Um, emu. One of these might be found in a the tapir. desert, and you'd probably need a can opener. Can, can opener. Camel. An armadillo. Kangaroo. Oh, Chad is earning some serious <laughs> points. Yes, he's eaten. And I'm up to 16. ridiculous. <laughs> Dung beetle. Dung beetle. <laughs> One of these is in the cat family, if you want to grab some a points. Lynx. A lynx. A tiger. He said it tasted like veal. A lion. A leopard. South America. A jaguar. A panther. A jaguar. It's a sports uh, company. Right they make there. tennis equipment. Nike. Puma. There we go. Uh, nice. <laughs> Michelle has won her yes! first point yes! of yes! the Bobo! evening with the Puma. And it tasted... I'm very like impressed. Veal. He's also eating an ostrich, apparently. I said Ooh, that. Where's I my point? Okay, I all right. I'll tell you what. I'm philanthropic. You can get some points. You're up to four. Chad doesn't need more points. He's on 17. <laughs> He's not going to win, of course, because anonymous, anonymous donor is currently on 100, AD. as we live and breathe. But that was then, and this is now, as we go into our favorite part of the show, it's the mailbag. We love the mailbag. We love getting your messages of support, especially over the last few weeks when we struggled to get no show out on the back of the fact of the studio being flooded. <laughs> that yeah, didn't that My feet right. are wet. I will say that. It's soaking up. Yeah. yeah. I should have worn 
like yourself, some gum boots of some yeah. muck boots would have been the way to go. If you wish to leave messages of support, if you wish to tell us your favourite parts of the show, if you wish to tell us where you listen to us or what parts you like the best, go to Facebook, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, all of the jokes, the camaraderie, all of the comments, all of the cartoons. There's much, much more on there. Things we can't read out. Of course, Lisa has posted. She's our good friend, of course, in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Just got home early due to the snow. Now having fun listening to the archives. I love this show. Nice. We love you. you. What's there yeah. to like? She's listening, of course, on SoundCloud. We have so many platforms and the show is archived in so many places. But if you go to SoundCloud, search for MQTA Radio. We've got shows there. Over the last six years, you can listen to them back to back. If you're pumping out your studio, if you're sat in a restaurant waiting for your owl to arrive, you can listen to all the shows <laughs> Back to back. And if you're listening now on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you appreciate the show. And we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes in a round that we call Not For Your Mother that we can't read out on air for fear of getting removed or getting a hefty fine because those stories are laden with... Naughtiness. They have big lashings of... And we cannot read them out. But if you go to our archives, as soon as you listen to our German outro music, jump over to SoundCloud, search for MQTA Radio, and you will get an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth. And they are called Easter eggs, as we've already previously discovered. <laughs> what other platforms are we on? We're everywhere. Everywhere. iTunes, Tuning Radio, Armadillo Buzz Radio, Froggy When I Called In. Uh, Brussels iTunes, sprouts, iTunes, gas box, iTunes, if you can't in, find us, you only have yourself to blame. We are available on all of those and completely free, of course. Mandy, also a good friend in Minnesota, has posted, She's awesome. this show is my favorite. Oh. My best Friday nights are spent with this guy, that would be me, and his crew. <laughs> She's listening, of course, first. At 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. So if you wish to listen to the show first, Friday night is the place to be. We have a new listener. I promised this gentleman, Matt, that I would read this out several weeks ago. And of oh, course, yeah, we haven't had a show, but I've got a good memory. Mm -hmm. My word is my promise. I will read this out. Matt has posted, I found you on Dark Matter Radio. You guys are amazing. You have my dream job, wallowing around in three inches of cold water. <laughs> Thank you for your wit and humour. I think he likes you three as well. <sighs> your hard work, your caring hearts, and Aww. your open minds. Thank you from Florida. Yeah, All right, Florida, man. I'm sure they're Thanks, having Matt. better weather than us, but thank oh. you, Matt, from Florida. I did promise that, and we appreciate your support. Alan then added, this is very poetic. Alan needs to be a writer. Alan said, it's like being in a restaurant and Adrian and his gang are at a table next to you and you can't help overhearing and enjoying <laughs> their conversations. <laughs> All that is missing is the tinkle, tinkle sound of ice in crystal glasses. Ah. Adrian won't let us have ice. No, ice is banned. <laughs> you drink so much alcoholic liquid that all you can hear is ice clinking around constantly. Ice, unfortunately, has been banned from the studio. This is 100% true. But you can find all of these stories and all of the comments and everything you need, all the fun, the frivolity, 
The Javolity is available on Facebook. Go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. We'll accept you with open arms and a snorkel and a pair of flippers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. I was in Facebook jail yes. last week. Again? <laughs> I won't tell no. you why, but I copied... A, is it a GIF? Is that what they're calling them these days? Is this yes. what the youth of I today... I just say GIF. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the youth of today. And I just Get copied right. and pasted what I thought was a reasonable joke. It was on the internet. It wasn't offensive, I didn't think. I'm not going to say it here now, but I'd be happy to stand by it. I was in Facebook jail. The reason I'm bringing this up is it was mentioned on our Facebook wall that I'm in Facebook jail. My mother, who is a doddery old woman now in her late 70s, thought for some reason, unbeknownst to anyone else except herself, that I had gone to jail. Oh, no. She started a GoFundMe site and bought plane tickets to come over. Jenny. People had to explain that Facebook jail wasn't... And by the way, she didn't seem like she was surprised by the fact that her son would be in jail. That's the first thing. There was no awe and wonder. There was no, oh my God, my son's in jail. What could he have possibly done? It was very Sailor V and throwaway. And like, oh, okay. What's he done now? Not she again. didn't, like, call. <laughs> no. no, she doesn't care that much. What's wrong with you? We are, we have a Patreon site. We have a lot of expenses. We've lost most of our equipment. We're working here today with limited resources due to the flooding. I promise not to mention that again. I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it. But like our anonymous donor, we do have the opportunity. If people wish to donate a single dollar to the show, they get a lot of freebies. What do they get for their dollar, Miss Morris? Mm, They get the Ghostbuster show. They get special episodes that have never aired. They get stickers. Er, yeah, and they get early access to all of the full shows, which is a bonus in and of itself. And we're working on, since we were flooded out, we're working on putting together a pure, fun, maybe adult-themed episode specifically for a Called Wet and Wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, no. Looking around the room, wet and mild. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's wow. mostly us brooming water toward the drain. That's yeah. right. Born yeah. to be mild. Sexy. Watch yeah. us work. Ow. You can wear that mankini. <gasps> what, again? Oh, yeah. No, no oh. I'm not wearing that, that again. Nut grabber. No, that was like trying to force two bowling balls in a marble bag. That, what that do they terrible. call it? The side that, swipe? Yeah. Something was going Is that on. what it's really called? I oh, that's no so idea. perfect. It's outrageous. The, the picture with the with the squirrel with that on on Facebook was hilarious. We, we have some very talented yes. listeners mm-hmm. that do the most amazing Photoshop work. Heater in New York be yes. one of those gentlemen and we always appreciate we don't mention you every week Heater but we obviously appreciate you we love you <laughs> what you do but if you wish to donate a single dollar go to Patreon you get a lot for your single dollar even Buck Burgers are a dollar sixty these days but Butt Burgers <laughs> that's true a Buck 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 oh, Burger oh. I'm not quite sure where you're going yeah, but uh, I'm sure you can get some special sauce on there Butt Roast is some good stuff I'm saying are we going to talk <laughs> about the Curse of Oak Island Oh, I'm oh, mad at that wow. show. Yeah, yeah. Tell them, tell our listeners, Miss Morris, what we do, and it will be for the last time this coming Tuesday at eight PM Central Time. You must come to the More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee's Facebook site. Join it early because we don't pay attention during the show. But on Tuesday nights at eight PM Central, this is the last one for the season. How are we ju- going to survive? I don't Allegedly. know. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> There'll be another 12 <laughs> after this. 
Uh, we are going to all be on there, all commenting on the season finale of Oak Island. Yep. And we're going to have gift wars and we're going to drink lots of stuff. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of participants. We break Facebook. It's very, very funny. I laugh out loud. Oh, God. The show's just irrelevant. It's going on in the yeah. background while we're cracking jokes. If you cast your mind back several weeks when we never had a show, they actually found a washer, so that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they covered an industrial dispute for an hour, so that yes, was interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. discovered that the wood in the flood tunnel dated from 1770, which basically rules out everything Knights Templar and medieval. Yes. And it turned out to be a jetty or a dock. Who knew? Oh. So if you can stand the excitement... The last episode, which is a two-hour special. Is it? It's craziness. Oh, God. Absolute craziness. Ooh, get lots. Uh, yeah, to be clear, it's not about the show. No. <laughs> it's about the comments. If it was about the, the show, we'd have hung hilarious. ourselves two years ago. We'd That's be hanging right. from these rafters with our toes just slowly lapping in the water. That is true. <laughs> it's the time of the show that Dr. Chad Peters reads out his random, strange, and fascinating facts if we play Dr. Peters. All right, here's the question. What's the name of the tallest mountain in the world? In the world? K2. Yep. It's, uh, I think you're right, isn't it? No, or is it Everest? You Whatever say... we ask is going to be wrong, isn't it? You right, know yeah. Yeah. you would normally say that. It's on the. But... It's it's in it's underwater. Mount McKinley. Uh, uh, it's in yeah. the ocean. Yeah, yeah Adrian's go. got it. Yeah. It's Moana Kea, the highest point on the island of Hawaii. And the reason is that highest is measured from sea level, but tallest is measured from the base of the mountain. Oh. They also think that Everest has been miscalculated because the guy that origin originally measured how tall Everest was, it was exact. I can't remember the exact height, but he'd nailed it exact. And he said no one's going to believe him. So I think he added a couple of inches here and there. So it wasn't an exact number. That was like zero, 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 zero. And uh, it's been miscalculated. But that's a very interesting and fascinating fact. I'm going to give myself some points oh, for being yeah. underwater. Oh, yeah. 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 Where to we go, Adrian? Breathe. I know that we're supposed to be reading out ghost stories, but I don't care anymore. I've got a long list of things I want to talk about. And that seems far more interesting awesome. than reading about ghost stories at this moment in time. It was okay. my birthday last week. Yes, Happy it was. birthday, Mr. Aries. <laughs> Why, thank you. I just want to say thank you to everyone who sent me kind regards and birthday wishes. Thousands and thousands and thousands on Facebook and other platforms. So I want to thank everybody for that. And we sat around and ate some cake and we're going to have some fun a little later. Ooh. We have received so many food parcels from the Red Cross um, that I do want to <laughs> mention all of the people that have sent us stuff. So... Um, we received some amazing Easter treats. There was chocolate, jelly beans, I there ate was Easter already. eggs. Miss Morris has eaten the majority <laughs> of them. I'm a little upset about it. I've been kind of hungry now. But... They came from Lisa and John in Minnesota. Thank so you. I really want to awesome. say a big thank you to that. That was an amazing thing to open up. We really enjoy getting parcels and getting treats from all of our listeners all over the oh. world. So many thanks for that. That's Lisa and John. We appreciate that. Robin in Massachusetts. Robin, no, we no, love Robin. you. Robin loves you. We have received, first and foremost, some amazing cereal. I wanted oh. to put it to the side here. Here we are. We, the we are filming cereal. this show. It's the Peeps cereal. <laughs> no. Oh, I that's think, so ridiculous. I mean, I'm looking at it now. I really don't think there's any colorings, additives, or sugar in that. <laughs> no. Or, or maybe that's all that there is. If you gave your kids that every morning and sent them off to school, I would fear for their teacher at that point. But I'm holding it up. Do you want to describe 
to our listeners, Miss Morris, why we're filming at the moment. Because we never mentioned the filming, did we? All right. We are filming because... This is what Peep's cereal sounds like. Peep, peep, peep. Hang on, I'm putting milk on my cereal. (laughs) Peep, peep. (laughs) We're filming because of our lovely patrons. Our patrons have pushed us up past the brink where we could actually afford to get a video camera in studio. So for your dollar, you actually get to see us wading around in the water, making an ass of ourselves. That's right. Money well spent. That's right. Robin also sent us a packet here, and I'm going to hold this up to the camera so people can see. It's called, on the bag, there's a picture of a Sasquatch, it's called the original bag of poo. Nice. So we have a bag, it says freshness you can taste, so that's good news for everybody. Sasquatch poo. Guaranteed, genuine and trusted, of course. Why wouldn't you not believe that? Authentic, premium quality um, Sasquatch poo. So I'm going to undo the packet. <gasps> Are live, you really? Live on it. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hungry. I'm kind of yep. kind of excited about I'm this. I'm guessing it's going to taste of berries and leaves. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Let me see if I can get into I like this leaves. packet here. Do you need to pick up berries? We should pick some. Oh, there's another packet inside just to fool me. Oh, oh my. Oh, my. Oh, oh wow. Oh. That is poop. That is, that's a bag it's... of poo right there. In the way, like, Why would you get into summer things? sausage. Do we need a scoop? Wet summer sausage. Yeah. Where have you, what have you been watching to come up with a phrase, wet summer sausage? That looks like lagging that you would get in your attic. What oh, do you I call it you in this country? Oh, insulation. insulation. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Would you yeah, like, like some... wet insulation? Yeah. Well, pull a piece off and That's let our listeners know what Sasquatch poo. Out. I don't want to eat Squatch. Why don't you grab yeah. all of that, it Chad, and send it over like to the ladies? I want insulation. to eat it. You do or you don't? I do. While that's being passed around, and we'll some take... weird poopy. What does it taste like? Does it taste like insulation? Chad is swimming over to Heather as we live and breathe. Uh, do you need a life raft with you? Are you okay? You got, you got a paddle with you? There. I was going to say I'm treading water until he comes back. Tastes yeah. like sugar. Wow. I'm going to have a little taste of this. It does look like, and it feels like, insulation that you'd put in your attic. I love it. Give mm. me more poop. That's actually pretty it's good. Itchy. Itchy. <laughs> it's itchy in my mouth. I, I like it. I actually like that. Mm-hmm. We need more Sasquatch poo if anyone's listening. Bring more poop. More poop is what we require. <laughs> And I'm not finished there. By Jiminy, by Jove. Oh, no. Martin, one of our sponsors. He sponsors, of course, the Gong of Infinite Knowledge from New York. Good friend of the show. Hello, Martin. Has sent us an amazing collection of cotton candy. Oh, mm. my God. We're never going to get through it. Cotton cotton candy. Candy floss. That's what I'm struggling. We would call this candy floss in Britain. Bobbing around in the water next to me, he sent us a lot of packages. So the first one I'm going to show, we're not going to get through all these in one show. I might save some of these for next week. I'm going to hold this up to the camera. It's pickle-flavoured cotton candy. Would you like to try that one first? Does that sound like a winner? We're trying them all. Give it to Heather first. She loves pickles. Everything's double-wrapped in this country, isn't it? I love pickles. Let me open this with a pen. See, this is what differentiates us from animals, is the ability to use tools. I love pickles. Congratulations on... Considering yourself better than chimpanzees. Fantastic. That's very kind of you. Yes, yeah. I shall yeah. be presenting my red naked ass very shortly to the camera. Keep <laughs> so it in your pants. This is green. You say that now, Michelle. I know. This is green. It's pickle-flavoured cotton candy. We're going to go around the table, but Martin sent this in. We have other flavours. We are going to get through. See, Chad's swimming back again now. He's gone to one end of the pool. That float. He's Thank swimming you. back again. He's got a rubber ducky. Don't get it I mean, wet. Heather would want that first. Yes. We're not going to get through all of these. All. There's a margarita flavor. There was beer flavor, bacon oh. flavor, cotton candy. Popcorn. Pickles, Popcorn. not so great. What? 
No. Oh, there's a jalapeno one for next week. So we've got a few to try. What are we thinking? What's the verdict? Oh, that's bad. Nope. That's... Oh, oh that's wow. Grim. Oh, that's a negative. That's sharp. Give me more poop. Oh. Ah. That is sharp. That's really sharp. That's bitter. Ah. Is the poop going it's, round again? It's dilly. While it's you're standing really up, Chad, dilly. send the poo round a one for more. Oh. Dilly dilly. Dilly. Wow. Oh, thank you. Do Ain't I get to keep the poop? Here. More poop, please. No, Michelle wants poop here. Thank now, you. Last weekend, the International Paranormal Society did an amazing collection of investigations. We're investigating the ghosts and hauntings of the Dakota War of 1862. And we've run out of time tonight. But next week, if you tune in, I'm going to talk about the investigation we did out at Fort Ridgely and some of the sites of the Dakota Wars. So It's worth listening to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I've that, spoken that, to... That one's really cool. Our resident... A skeptic, Chad, I actually told him the stories, and yep. uh, he was very interested. So we will include that in next week's show. But there are points to be won, and we do have some time, and we are going to read out the stories. And we're in the first round proper now, which is Ghosts and Hauntings. And I'm still holding Sasquatch Poo in my right hand. <gasps> How many times has that been said on the radio? Five. Dad spots, in your world it might have, Yeah. Dad spots ghost after setting up webcam to capture Spectre in his bedroom. A spook man who feared someone was creeping into his bedroom at night set up a webcam to catch the creature in action and was horrified by what he discovered. Creepy footage appears to show a head-shaped figure sneak up to his bed and play with his sheets before disappearing into thin air. Bunk. A head-shaped figure... That's SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> if you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can have your first shot of the evening wherever you are in the world. A bunk beer. The grainy black and white clip shows the figure pull the sheets above the man's head before pulling them down. His stunned daughter shared the footage to Reddit, admitting she was freaked out by what she'd seen. She claimed, My dad has been feeling his sheets being messed around with. And someone's sitting on his bed in the night, so he set up a camera. That's called being married, isn't it? Someone messing around with your sheets in the night. It was left. It has left the internet. You liked that one, didn't you, Michelle? It has left the internet divided, with some feeling similarly spooked by the apparent I'm apparition. not divided. One Redditor commented, you're like Stadler and Waldorf on the Muppets over there in your balcony. Oh, those are my favourite characters. You're, the, you're combined. Gonzo. <laughs> oh God! One redditor commented, "I've watched several times now and cannot figure out how this could be faked. The way the sheets move and the way the person oh. just disappears—it's freaky, extremely creepy. The more times you watch the clip, the stranger it's getting." Another oh, posted, but others were more skeptical and suggested that the ghost was actually just her dad stirring in his sleep. One said, "Yeah, that's definitely just the dad rolling over." He's pushing the covers off his arm and he's rolling over, making it look like the head is vanishing when really it's his arm. You don't mm -hmm. want to confuse your head with your arm, do you? Another agreed, just looks like he's moving his arm and kicking his sheets out. I do believe in ghosts, but I can't see anything paranormal in this video. Good it's job. just dead's, dead's head. Dead's head. <laughs> It's just Dad's head, or there's a ghost in the bed. You decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers, with Adrian Lee, and you will see the video footage of Dad's dead head yeah. in the bed. 
For yourself in glorious Technicolor, I shall give myself two points for being fun and informative. I'm now to a spooky six, Miss Morris. Yeah. What have you got for me in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Ooh. Hold on, i got to get this poop out of my mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> for the Saturday night, that was <laughs> not the first time she said that. Wow. And infamous. <laughs> We've lost Michelle. <laughs> Is there a snort in there? Is it coming? It's coming, isn't it? It's building up. An infamous cinematic project from the late 1970s has resurfaced and will soon be released to the public. The concept of a cursed movie has been explored in cinema before, most notably in the Ring franchise. I was thinking of cursed movies, Don Quixote by <gasps> Terry Gilliam. Yes. He's been trying to make that for 20 years. There was flash floods and civil wars. One of the main members of the... Uh, one of the actors died. Died, yep. There's oh, a really? cursed film. If I've ever, they've never been able to get it up and running. Johnny Depp was in that originally. Uh-huh. Well, as it happens, however, there exists a real life film with similar reputation, a cinematic work created in the late 1970s that was lost for years, but has finally resurfaced after a chance discovery. Oh, chance! I've discovered you. Now, I think as well now, are we? You don't get extra points for acting, madam. Now a new release entitled Antrim, the deadliest film ever made, aims to reveal this cursed creation for the first time while also exploring the enigma surrounding its sinister reputation. The film itself was rediscovered last year by writer, director, producer, isn't that convenient, Ah. Eric 13, at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. According to reports, strange images and symbols had seemingly been added to the original film during the years in which it had allegedly been lost, so stuff has been added. How? But how? I think about it now. Oh, here we go. Almost like Mary, <laughs> Jesus, and Joseph. The old book of alchemy, you know. What, what accent's this? Alchemy. Just give me a clue. Or maybe, maybe some of Lovecraft's Necronomicon. Oh, wow. You know. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Michelle has given you your second drink of the evening. There are notes that are scrolled in, in the margins uh. like this. It's scrolling. <laughs> Like that. The sound, sound effects, effects. Nice. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> And every time the book is lost, where did it go? It's a mystery, <laughs> isn't it? Who knows? And then it's rediscovered. Oh, there you are. <laughs> There's new patchwork pieces added to it, like this. Like that. Wow. <laughs> By the time you find it, it has this history of mystery. I rhymed. <laughs> You're pulling out all the guns tonight, aren't you? You've suffered from having two or three weeks without a show. It's all coming out in one lump. That's really what Atrum is. You must watch it. And I don't know why it's cursed, because it never tells me in the stupid story. Nice. <laughs> Miss Morris. Well, it seems unlikely anyone died from watching it. They we'll can't find it. We'll have to have an evening of watching it. (laughs) No. I shall give you points, Miss Morris. You're up to a very spooky (laughs) cinematic six as we hand over to Michelle Curry. What have you got for me tonight, Michelle, in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? This is the creepy moment America's most haunted house terrifies a couple as they spot three child ghosts prowling past them. 
Brandon, 47, and Taryn Hunt, 38, claim they were greeted by a terrified departing guest as they arrived at Myrtle's plantation in Louisiana. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Buckle up. The couple decided to film some of their own overnight stay, but 47-year-old Brandon claimed he never expected to capture anything like this. Eerie footage shows what appears to be not one, but three pairs of feet walking from the staircase. Three pairs of feet. Three pairs of feet walking from the staircase into the main hallway before vanishing into thin air. Nice. Mm -hmm. Two appear to be dressed in long white socks with black buckled shoes, and one of the spirits pauses as if looking directly at the camera before the feet turn and walk off. Creepy. Wait, the feet were looking at the camera? Yeah, the feet and socks were looking at the camera. Yep. That's convenient. <laughs> they're just having awareness of where the camera is. Yeah. I'd say they were right. very well-trained sure. feet. Well, yes. Maybe there are googly eyes on the socks. How far away were they? About three feet? <laughs> Don't encourage her. It's your laughing and you're encouraging it. Three pairs of six feet. <laughs> yeah. Brandon claims neither he nor Taryn spotted the feet when they were filming in the room and only realized the supernatural walkers when watching the video the next day. Brandon mm. said, I just thought it was spooky, weird, and crazy. It was unexpected. We weren't expecting to see anything. And then lo and behold, there it was. We saw those feet. Creepy. Mm -hmm. We were freaking out when we saw the video. It was totally surprising. We didn't know what it was or what to expect or how that could have happened. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery. Brandon shared the post online where it quickly went viral, whacking up more than 7,000 shares, comments, and likes. They also think there's a dog in it. Some people don't. Blah, blah, blah. I love her summations. Yes, that worked perfectly well, didn't it? Everybody's happy. I've got time to squeeze one more in. You'd be pleased to know you're up to a hedonistic four. Oh, Miss Corrie. Canadian Lucas Dore was escorted into a courtroom late last week, accused of having dug up a 100-year-old skeleton, boiling the bones, and drinking the water they were boiled in. Corpse soup, anybody? Huh, Door 20 had to be guided into the courtroom by sheriffs because he placed a coat over his face to hide his identity and he couldn't see where he was going. I know where he's going. He's going to jail. The precise <laughs> details of the allegations against Door are yet to be revealed. Reports the Chronicle Herald, but court documents say he's been charged with possessing a skeleton stolen from a graveyard of All Saints Church in Conception Bay. Do you want a night on Conception Bay, Michelle? I can't go back there. As well as <laughs> interfering with human remains on the same day. Do you want to go? No. He is also <laughs> facing a charge of breaching a court order. The province's chief medical examiner, Dr. Nash Denick, told the chief of the area it's the first case of grave robbery he's ever seen in Newfoundland. He should head out to Oak Island. They're removing corpses with heavy plant machinery. Yes. Cases like corpses this. Corpses of nails. And yes. Corpses of washers. All sorts of amazing mm -hmm. and wondrous finds. I can't believe they still haven't found anything after eight series. Right. Cases like this. This is the first time that I know of. And I've been involved in Newfoundland all my career, he said. Local police say that the medical examiner had determined that the partial skeleton was quite old and that there was no connection to any current missing person cases. The Chronicle reports the human remains had been taken 
from the Anglican Parish Cemetery and belonged to a person who died a significant time ago, possibly more than a hundred years. When someone buries their loved ones in a graveyard, there's the assumption this will be their final resting place, as we say in the liturgy. So when this happens in such a shocking violation of the sacred act, it's personally shocking for me, said Archdeacon Sam Rose, Executive Officer of the Anglican Diocese of the Eastern Newfoundland and Labrador. Dor was reportedly arrested after a witness reported seeing him licking the bones. No. Wrong in the head or pass the bread. I've never read a headline before that says grave robber arrested for trying to make soup from 100-year-old Skellington. <laughs> I thought I that... I was going to say, I thought that headline when I read it said he was trying to make soap out of it. Oh, that'd make more sense. That would make more sense. You could have corpse soap. That yeah. could happen. i got to be honest. If somebody said, I'm going to make soup out of your corpse, and, you know, not being much of a believer, I'd be like, uh, that's pretty weird. Yes, how, that's slightly how, odd. How much? How, how much, much are you soup? offering? What, to make soup? <laughs> a nice hot bowl of steaming yeah, chad. Yeah. I, I might give <laughs> you an arm. That's madness. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. That means you have now found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for coming to find us. And why not share the link? Whether you're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, any of the other platforms, why not cut and paste the link on your social media and tell the whole wide world. You're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. That would be fabulous. And why not write us a little review while you're there just right good job team good job mqta anything like that would be perfect i'm not fussy any of these things would make the team very very happy this is the round called not for your mother that we cannot read out whilst we're on dark matter digital network we tried reading this round out for the first couple of goes we were on air and we were told very clearly that this wasn't the way to go some people say it's their best part of the show, but if your mother is of a nervous disposition, if there's small minors in the room, they need to be removed. You have been warned. U.S. state bill punishing men who masturbate moves closer to becoming law. House Bill 4260, named the man's right to no act, would penalise men, penalise men, I got who would masturbate by slapping them with a $100 dollar fine so wow. how much are you in the hole now <laughs> i just got two slabs sitting here i, I think uh, there's no hole involved is there that's the point mm. i'm gonna put down a big deposit right now just so i'm in credit i think that's the way to go try and yeah. get ahead of the game perhaps would be oh. the way how do they catch you i have been. how do they catch you i don't know i'd have to have a look see how many tissues you've bought on the way through the grocery oh, store uh, checkout. Socks. What's Alexa? <laughs> <laughs> Listening for those telltale signs. Like this? Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, there's $100 straight off the bat. It's a license to burn money. The bill, well, by the way, it's closer to becoming law. It was referred to the House State Affairs Committee earlier on Tuesday. So you better get in there while you can, while it's free. You better make the most of it. While the sun shines, get in there would be my advice. The bill also includes further restrictions on acquiring Viagra prescriptions, colonoscopies and vasectomies. 
those damn colonoscopies devil's work i tell you thou shall not have camera pushed up arse leviticus 19 i believe oh. <laughs> it would place further demand that men receive rectal exams if they sought to go through any of the three options men could also not sue doctors for refusing to provide any of those services if it clashed with their religious beliefs but legislator jessica farrar revealed when the bill was first submitted it was somewhat satirical it is unlikely the bill would pass into law however as it would require a public hearing where it would presumably be swiftly struck down she's trying to interject common sense into a society and legislature that we know has no sense you cannot reason with the unreasonable so they're making the assumption it couldn't be possibly passed into law that would be ridiculous oh look it's law yep <laughs> in texas mm. i wonder if you could knob it you know no knob, knob, knob it or if you could knob it <laughs> sorry my mind's in other places <laughs> i wonder if you can nip across the border knock one out come back again they could have rest areas just oh, over the border gross. like you could be in southern mexico arizona what borders texas is it kansas above oklahoma i think it's oklahoma, oklahoma new mexico so like a glory hole well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you could be standing in texas there could be a door with a hole in it you could be in new mexico not breaking the law <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm just saying there's a situation i've actually experienced myself Ew, i've actually what? been on a lake oh i right? thought you meant a oh, glory hole no. <laughs> i've actually been on a lake where half of the lake is in nevada and half of the lake is in california and they've got different fishing laws i'm sure the same with the international boundary waters where your boat's in canada yeah. but your fishing rods in america right sure yeah. so you could you know, you could just, just half a mile outside of Texas in New Mexico, there could be a rest area for knocking one out. The Who's going to clean it? Well, you know in Tennessee and places like that, dry counties, they nip across the yeah, county yeah, border yeah. to get their liquor and then come back again, right? The knocking shop. Yes. <laughs> this is Spanker's Law or, or Tugger's Bill. I'm happy to call it either. Tugger's Bill dictates that you knock one out in New Mexico. You could set up a little business, couldn't you? You could have a little shed selling oh, tissues, lube, could be some pornographic material. It could be Wanky's Wall. That's right, Wanky's Wall. <laughs> Tugger's Shed. A mystery. Spanker's Shop. It's like a Rorschach test. Good God. But this is true, I tell you, and this is happening soon, so make the most of your free, non-legal... Mm. Mm -hmm. onanism time would be my mm -hmm. advice miss morris what do you have for me tonight in the round of not for your mother well now that easter is over you might be getting a little fed up seeing supermarket shelves overflowing with eggs and bunnies made out of chocolate yet no never sick and tired of oh. chocolate never if, if this sounds like you well not you then you might want to try something a little different like a vagina a vagina well, a lot of vagina. Vagina. <laughs> like made out of fudge? What oh. is a vagina, <laughs> you might ask? Yes. What else begins with F that that could be a compound noun for? No. Fondue? Fungi. 
Fungi fajitas. <laughs> Mushroom fajitas. <laughs> Give me one of them there, fajitas. <laughs> Vaginas. Oh, my. Well, it's fudge molded oh, into the yeah. shape yes. of a vagina. Perfect. And it comes in several different flavors, including cream I'm glad it egg. A bunt cake. Cherry. <laughs> bunt. Lovely. You can buy all sorts of cream egg goodies these days, from battered cream eggs to cream egg mayonnaise. Mm. Wow. Yeah, really. But this is one sweet treat that is sure to grab attention. The vaginas were launched in the UK last December by a band named Matthew Garbutt. Yes, right, I then. said it. Garbutt. Garbutt. Gar- his, his name like is Garbutt. A cigarbutt. Garbutt. Oh, Garbutt. Garbutt. C. If his yeah. first name was Simon and he was named as C, he'd be C. Garbutt. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, he says he created them in order to spark countless what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> moments across the country. That? Can we say that? Is yeah. that allowed? Yeah, it's in our Not For Your Mama segment. Okay. Not for well, your mama. No reason for my standards <laughs> to drop just because we're in the not for your mother section. <laughs> Matthew explained, I started it because you could send almost everything else on the internet. <laughs> what are we guessing there? Any thoughts? Oh, that's clearly, clearly English. That's clearly. Oh, hey, clearly. What West else End. Be? I've been a fool. <laughs> so why not? Why not? Go <laughs> blimey. For genus. Why not for genus? <laughs> I'll get you, Henry Higgins. Comprende. Vaginas. Or possibly some Volvos. Ooh. Or Volvos. And that's a Swedish car. car yeah. So is a stretched it... Volvo like a Swedish limousine? Mm. You know, mate, like if we're being anatomically correct in sorts. She looks like she's straining. Teeth. Look at her. Do it without straining. Also, no, no, look, uh, forehead is furrowed. Receiving it in the mail is a little bit like, what the fuck? Would you like to be receiving it in the mail? And I deliver the mail. It's a little bit <laughs> hilarious. Oh, blimey. Stoner crows, you'll never believe this one. Give me some vagina. Mm. Is with cream. Nom, eggs. nom, 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 as well as a cream egg flavor, you can also buy chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla options, which cost you eleven ninety nine pounds. New mm. pants, sixteen seventeen dollars. All yeah. of the chocolate and the fudge packing is a hundred percent vegan. Oh. So this is a gift that everyone can enjoy. And if the item wasn't already suggestive enough, the company will even throw in a condom with your order. To let your friend show you the ropes and what to expect to do with them. So you're going to get a fudge <laughs> condom. Fudge condom. Fudge packed condom. <laughs> <laughs> why am I here? Why, why am I here? Uh, but let's not dwell too much on the disturbing thought. You can also have your vagina sent anonymously. Nini, nini. <laughs> which is bound to cause no end of confusion for the recipient. Vaginas are only available to purchase online with free delivery in the UK, so we're screwed oh. in the US. No, only free delivery in the UK. You can still get it here, but you've got to pay. We can a make lot. one. A lot. What? what are we going to model it on? 
Euro. Mm. Ooh, a taco. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Again, why am I here? I like a fudge taco. Lovely. Yummy. Are you done? Are you done, Miss Morris? I got two sentences. For the love of Christ, get them out. However, those wanting to surprise their pals outside of the country can pay extra to ship the item abroad, which we just discussed. So, whatevs. So much like I'm psychic. For information, visit vagina.com. Don't just do a search on vagina. Mm. I just think you're going to lose hours of your life. Even if you accidentally put an F in front. Yeah, I think (laughs) think there's sites catering for misspellings. I think that's where we would be. Vagina taco. Maybe they have one in Jordan. That's possible. In the biggest candy yeah. store in Minnesota, yeah. in the Midwest. Well, you can go and ask next time we're there. I'll do it. <laughs> go and ask. Where well, do I'd you like keep your it. vaginas? <laughs> in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Michelle, what do you have for me tonight in the oh. round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, good times. A tattoo obsessive who had his genitals removed. Don. Because they spoiled his look, has shared naked photos covering where his penis used to be with sex toys. So he's replaced his twig and berries with sex toys. Yeah, in this particular photo in shoot. In that one. So yes. he could just interchange it, like Velcro. Fed up with that one. Yeah. Right. Let's put another one on. Oh. Yeah, like a bionic. Yeah. It looks like a giant smurf. Yes, with a sex toy dangling between his legs. That's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it is when you do it, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> it isn't when Papa Smurf's got one. That's all yeah. I'm saying. It's Pecker Smurf. Nice. The Belgians are a strange bunch of people, aren't they? Oh, I love Smurfs. I know. <laughs> but if I you're don't. in a dungeon somewhere with 12 other kids, the chances are you're in Belgium. Oh. So I'd put that out there. Adam Curly Kale. Yes, that is Curly Cow. Yep. 33 has painted 90% of his body, including his eyeballs. It makes you wonder now what the other 10% is, doesn't it? What are you missing? Right. The hole. Yeah, you got your eyeballs. The taint. Oh, I'm sure that's been done. I'm sure he's got his taint tattooed. (laughs) Taint tattoos. Nice. Buy one, get one free. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he's painted them in black ink. Well, not painted. He's tattooed himself in black ink after getting diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago. Adam from Kaliningrad, Russia, was left with a very weak immune system after receiving extensive treatment for cancer of the large intestine when he was just 22. If you've got a low immune system, the first thing you think of is why not just go out and get lots of tattoos, right? What's the worst that can happen? There's hardly any chance of infection. Not at all. No yeah, I've never heard of a shady t- tattoo shop. So. In Russia... Oh, yeah, let's go get some Russian tats. (laughs) Prison tats. Mm -hmm. Prison Russian tats. Wow. Although he successfully fought the disease, he became depressed after being left with several skin blemishes and began tattooing himself to cover them up. The cosmetologist spent the next 12 years inking 90% of his body, including his eyeballs, and soon after felt that both his nipples... And his genitals Gone. looked out of place. <laughs> they do look out of place, though. I mean, if you're looking you yeah, know, in the cold bit. light of day, you think, that, that just doesn't look right. Well, why can't you tattoo them? Why can't you just tuck it between your legs and call it good? Tape it up. <laughs> yeah. So when it looks like you've got back balls. Uh, yeah. 
Adam felt that his private parts disrupted his all-black aesthetic and now has shown fans the result after having multiple surgeries to have them removed. I'd want to keep them. I'd keep them in a matchbox. I'd go into a bar, go up to random people and just show them. Push the matchbox. Like like that trick? Like a a kitchen set Mm. of matches. There you go. Look at that. Like like maybe a flip book? Like... Well, you, well, you might, station. but I was thinking of one of those big boxes of kitchen matches, you know, the really big six yeah, inch box, yeah. you know, massive industrial box of matches where I was going. Or a Chinese Chad, bigger, Chad, is, Chinese Chad went for the flip, <laughs> the hotel flip box matches, yeah, yeah I see yeah. what happened there. I, I, you know, there's not like eight or ten inch matches that you there you'd are. buy. There well, are. maybe there might be what you'd call eight or ten inches, but they're they're actually. Well, I'm working centimeters. Remember, some that are that long. <laughs> well, if you say so. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. Yes. We're going to have to do a, some searching, some yes. reviews of matches. Yes. He shared the jaw-dropping pictures of himself naked to his 9,500 followers on Instagram, in which he conceals his groin area with handcuffs and a whip. I'd want more than nine and a half hundred followers if I was going to whip the trig and berries off. Just saying. Really? I'd want a lot more followers than that before that's even considered. Okay. I that one's just kind of not on the table for me. Not on the table. Like, no. <laughs> if you get like twenty followers on Facebook, it's coming off. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just a whip. <laughs> Ma- go Maplethorpe with it. Right. <laughs> I went to. I have to tell you, if anyone's aware of the photographer Maplethorpe, he took some fantastic photographs yeah. back in the eighties and the seventies of Patty Smith and lilies. I mean, amazing, oh, amazing yeah. still lives of flowers. Beautiful. Yeah, I took my dad. It was an exhibition in South London at the Haywood Gallery. I was studying art history, as you are aware, and I thought well, I'll take my dad to the Maplethorpe oh, exhibition. It was just a joy. To sit there and watch my dad looking at giant six-foot-by-six-foot photographs of uh, all manner of... I don't even know how to describe it. There was cheese graters. There it's was S- hardcore SNL. There's a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, between men, mainly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my dad doesn't mind talking about it, but he doesn't want it rammed down his throat. So <laughs> I'm just... It was very interesting to see... You know, the conversation on the train on the way home is very yeah. quiet. And mm, it's like, so that's, that's art, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Adam captioned the bizarre photographs taken in the Polish city of Lodz. I'm not afraid of nudity, and I'm not afraid of people. I love the fact that there's a place called Lodz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want that stamped on an envelope. <laughs> I want a letter Great. that comes from a place called Lodz. All right. Great. As well as working as a tattoo artist, Adam also practices as a psychologist. Oh, he's the first person you'd go to. Yes. If you were trying to get fit and you needed to lose 30, 40 pounds, say, and you went to the local gym, are you going to go to the person who's the gym instructor who weighs 450 pounds, is smoking a cigarette and is eating a burger? If you go and see a psychologist, are you happy to walk into a room where the guy's tattooed from head to foot blue and has removed his testicles and nipples? Just saying. You, you know, he's probably been through it already. <laughs> yes, but I would suggest he's not out of the other side on the back of this. <laughs> right. Right. He's also a barber and a singer. So he's in a barbershop quartet. Sing it? Yeah. Does he sing the blues? In loads. Nah. He sings in loads. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I want a list of songs now involving missing your twig and berries, really. All by myself. You're always on my mind. One vision. I mean, what are we looking at here? Smooth. Nice. That would be a good one. Ooh. Smooth operator. Yeah. Black Hole Sun. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the whole wide world in his hands. Not. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You've got nothing. Shock the monkey. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners will fill in the gaps. Oh, God. Don't stop me now. I've got 10% left. <laughs> the heavily inked man rose to fame in 2017 after taking part in Poland's Second Face TV show. He revealed, I belong to a type of people called nulo, which means that I'm... Mentally ill. Agamic? Agamic? Okay. But asexual doesn't mean that I don't have a sex drive. What are you going to do with it? Nothing. With well, your sex drive. You, prevent, you, you present them with a matchbox, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Play with that. I'm going up the bar. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. yeah. He revealed... Um, Is that like a sticky octopus? Could you like take that out of the matchbox, throw it against the wall, and you could watch what? it climb down the wall? Do you see what I'm saying? You could take it out of your pants. Your pants? Yeah, yeah your pants. Your pants, see? Yeah, you see? We'll do that at the end. At the end of this show... No, we won't. We're, we're going to do that. Ugh. I guarantee it. We'll do it on camera. Michelle, we'll get you a blindfold. We'll make that happen. There. Have you got everything you need? I do. Perfect. Oh. We'll make that happen for everybody. I'm afraid no. <laughs> People from the Nulo community don't want to have body parts like nipples, a belly button, or genitals, which determine if you're a man or a woman. Like a snail. Yeah. Adam previously admitted that despite his happiness at the surgeries, the procedure the procedure has made it difficult to use the toilet. We need happiness because he's got a wee through a straw. Happiness. He, he wrote on social media, I remove the catheter and drains. Oh, oh, he does. I told you, I'm not making it up. Thinking it's, that it would be better. And, it's disgusting. Yeah. And well, now, it does serve a purpose. It's there for a reason. <laughs> and now I return to the catheter. Lovely. Yeah. The pain is insignificant because I'm so happy. Yeah, he sounds yeah. happy. Yeah, looks like it. Looking yeah. at my genitals, I felt abhorrence and abomination. And now he's just feeling blue. Oh, I'm blue. Nobody if you wish. <laughs> See that story for yourself in glorious Technicolor. You can go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the photographs that accompany that very story. Mum ruins teenager's birthday party with alcohol, marijuana, and lap dances. Would you actually say ruins? ruins. Interesting ruins? use of the word ruin there, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? The clown was double booked, apparently. <laughs> Rihanna Nivens, 40, was hosting a birthday party for her son in Harrisville, Utah. Court documents state. In Utah? Absolutely. Twelve boys were in attendance, ranging in age from 14 to 17. Jeez, okay. According to charges during the party, the miners drank alcohol and smoked marijuana, and Nivens knew about this occurring in her home and even drank some alcohol with them. After drinking and smoking with the boys, <laughs> Nivens then disappeared and went upstairs to change oh God. into a risque outfit which they described as red and black lingerie. The miners stated that after she came back downstairs in her lingerie, she began to dance sexually for approximately 10 minutes, during which she gave them several lap dances, the charges state. Wait a think second, that's the mom? 
That's the Heck mother. Yeah, that's the mom. Your mom's the best. Mm-hmm. Ah. I love your mom. Get her off. <laughs> Get her off me. Get her off. Not the mama. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of your mother right now. I just thought I'd share that with you. My mother's beautiful. Mm, yes. I don't want to lap dance, though. Do you know what I'm saying? No disrespect. You say that now. That's true. <laughs> I've not been drinking or smoking marijuana, have I? Right. Do you think Snow White gave small miners lap dances? <laughs> <laughs> and then she felt happy. Oh. At least one of the boys recorded a video of the dancing on his phone. Oh, Look, that's, nice. that's your mother, that is. Showing all your friends at school, right? And other parents, I would suspect. And local police were made aware of the incident the following day. Don't ring them now. Let's get this over oh, yeah, and done with. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's finish this out. Yeah. Nivens is facing the following charges. Four counts of dealing in harmful material to a minor by an adult. All third degree felonies. Four counts of lewdness, a class B misdemeanor. Four counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor, a class B misdemeanor. What a night that was. Wow. I just remember getting a computer game and a soccer shirt for my 14th birthday. Mm. I just thought I'd share that Was the computer game Leisure Suit Larry? I think it was... Ooh, I loved that game. Breakthrough, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, dude. Or your mother's in the nude. Mm. You decide. Ooh. Go to our Facebook site and you will see the rather resplendent Rihanna Nivens, 40 of Utah, mm. for yourself. Miss Morris, you have the final story of the evening. What have you got for us in the round of love for your mother? Well, apparently men are heading to the kitchen to get cooking oil and injecting their peckers to grow them. That's right. I'll break out the canola. The olive oil, please. The extra virgin. Oh, extra virgin. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The cooking oil. Yes, the cooking oil. No matter whether you choose to believe it works or not, it doesn't... It smells like French fries. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I don't know why, but I really feel like a burger. (laughs) Unbelievable. Oh, it's going between two buttons. Yes, it is. Here's a foot-long Coney Island special (laughs) with all the works. Well, it doesn't take a genius to realize injecting cooking oil into any part of your body probably isn't a good idea. Over 500 cases have already been reported in Papua New Guinea where this worrying trend... Papa's got a brand new guinea. ...initially started. Oh, you want me to go get you some cooking oil? <laughs> Is that where they were making that tea? Oh. They need to lay was. off over there. I get the idea that someone's bought a job lot of tea and a job lot of cooking oil and thinks, how am I going to shift all this? Oh, God, I just <laughs> this read... This is how the, people uh, started eating pumpkins in this country. Uh, uh, it's just, the 1930s. You yeah. and your friends have managed to fill up 15 square acres of pumpkins, and they taste inedible. It's like you can't eat pumpkins, can you? They're terrible. What can we do with these? Well, why don't we con everybody? We'll carve some faces into them, tell them they can put a light in them, and we'll shift all of this lot. Halloweeners. Huh. Just made pies. I yeah. like pies. Which is just a vehicle for sugar, really. I mean, you could be making out of a sweed or a turnip or regular something no, like that. No, you right? can't. And I love pies. You pumpkin love pies. Pumpkin I love pies. Pie. Yeah. Terrible. Don't taste of anything. There's no, there's no redeeming feature of a pumpkin, is there? Surely. Yes, the there word. is. Oh. You're both mad. I like the seeds. You like the seeds, do you? <laughs> Perfect. Give me the rind. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nori. 
<laughs> Imagine you've got your packed lunchbox, you're 12, you're all sat, you've got, sand, you've got bologna, you've got a bag of potato chips, <laughs> gnawing on a pumpkin. I loves my gourd. Choke that down. <laughs> the fragrance is Emmergard. <laughs> By L'Oreal. Well, injecting oil into penises does, in fact, make them look bigger, but only for a brief while. I think Popeye found that to be true. Before <laughs> ulcers from <gasps> that eventually burst. Gross. Ooh. Where's the worst place to be if your penis bursts and it was jam-packed full of olive oil? The church. In the church. The communion. We plow the fields and scatter. Your wedding. <laughs> your wedding. <laughs> Do you, Chad, <laughs> Aloysius, <laughs> Zebediah, Peters? Oh, dear. Oh, hot tub. Because oil. Because oil. I can oh. see that. Hot tub time machine. Yeah. Did you see the ball game last night? It's disgusting. That's terrible. But like an oil slick. There'd be birds you'd have to be washing with, like, dish soap to get, <laughs> to get them to Little fly. Baby There'd be ducks. That's right, baby ducks you'd have to be washing. You could be swimming in the lake. When all of a sudden you're scrubbing ducks with dish soap, it could happen. Mm. Scarily, in one out of five cases, they require surgery to repair damage. I know a blue one that's going free if they want to sew it on. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine you wake up after the operation and you got a blue one. That would be bad, wouldn't it? Nice. Yeah. I heard that. Like a mood willy. You'd want a mood willy. Oh (laughs) my God, my willy's blue. I must be stressed. Yeah. Let me relax, see if I can turn it amber. Mm, mood willy. Do you want to see a mood willy? No, okay. Look, I'm happy. It's gone blue. Mood willy. Mood willy. Wider than a mile. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like a tin of tuna. Is there any more? There's a lot I want to more. I the bar. Well, shut your trap for five minutes. We might I want have a some chance. mood, Willie. <laughs> you get a choice of colours. <laughs> I don't take any colour. Just don't give me red. <laughs> purple. <laughs> oh God. And Adrian pots the purple in the middle pocket. Okay, we're done. <sighs> I'm out. I'm sorry. It's been a long night of, I, of coloured willies. Yes, you may. Yeah. I'd want a multicoloured one. Like a tube of candy. <laughs> See how far down the coloured cart you get. Like, Get like as far like as the orange cane. one. That's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> get as far as the orange one, I'll marry you. Mm, you're no. going to have a black one soon, I'll tell Is you that, that Well, much. we can only hope and pray. <laughs> <laughs> It's debatable whether that's going out on air. <laughs> Scarily, one out of five Scarily. cases, they require surgery to repair damage to the erectile muscles. Moreover, there's a likelihood one may never have sex again. The youngest casualty is sadly a 16-year-old oh, boy. That's right. when you would have the most fun. What are you doing? Not if you're in Texas, apparently. No. <laughs> I'm going to take my mood, Willie, to New Mexico. It is kind of convenient when they pop, though, because then you have the lube already. <gasps> there you go. Oh. That might have been a bit much. <laughs> well, it makes its own sauce. <laughs> oh, stop it. 
Surgeon Ukulele Dunlop expressed. <laughs> she get the feeling this story's made up. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dunlop, what would you Ukulele. like to call your son? Because <laughs> you're baptizing him and giving him the sign of the cross on his forehead. Let's call him Ukulele. <laughs> you sure you don't want it with his sister Banjalele? Oh, well, he expressed his worry towards the number of men trying this strange act. He explained, the bulk of them have abnormal lumpy masses growing over the penis. Sometimes it even involves the scrotes. Wow, we've got the actions. Yes, Dunlap claims he's seeing around five cases a week and recently had as many as seven in just one day. Although the men belong to different backgrounds, the age generally ranges between 18 and 40. A good number are coming in with ulcers that go... They eventually burst open. Some of them have difficulty urinating because the foreskin is so swollen like so an swollen. anteater. Mr. Balpit, you look so swollen. It cannot contract to let out the wee-wee. So you can go pee-pee. You're almost an expert, aren't you? Yeah. Predominantly, they regret what they have done. Men are doing this to apparently improve their sex life, but to be honest... I can't imagine a lumpy penis oozing with cooking oil is that attractive. Yes, not in your urethra, <laughs> Franklin. Wow. The home procedures are apparently being done off-duty by male nurses who want to line their pockets with a, just a little bit of green, I think. Let's do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Game on. Wow. No more. Oily willy. Or don't be so silly. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers, with Adrian Lee. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores. In last place, with the K2 meter and the dead battery, is Michelle, who says she's not psychic. Oh, way to she's go, Michelle. In fifth place, she scored four fantastic points. She wins the Panera Bread homemade corpse soup. Of course, they don't use antibiotics in their corpses, so that's mm, good news. Yeah. Free there. range. Free range. Corpses. GMO stuff there. In fourth place tonight is Miss Morris, who scrambled her way up to a six. She wins a night at a Kirkst movie with a bucket of popcorn that's haunted. I don't care. You've no. <laughs> you're not. You're not even bothered. You could walk through the gates of Hades and you wouldn't get scorched, would you? Yeah. You can make your own conclusions there. I finished third tonight with a nice symmetrical rounded number. Eight. I get a night with my dad in bed as he's stirring, pulling the sheets off me, and there's a camera and a tripod involved in that, so good luck to everyone with that. In second place tonight is Chad in the studio, who managed to get to the dizzying heights of 16. He wins a bargain bucket of Kentucky Fried Owl. <laughs> <laughs> Things you never thought. It comes with cold slaw, so that's good news. <sighs> Kentucky Fried Owls are us. Our runaway leader tonight is Anonymous Donor. So a big thank you. They Yay! scored Congratulations, themselves a hundred points. Uh, winging its way to you will be a pair of haunted socks and some decapitated feet. Can you get decapitated feet? I guess if you cut the head off really low down at the ankles, you yeah. would decapitate your feet. <laughs> this is the plan. They are winning the $33,000 
I are camera. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And you can follow my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have 100,000 followers on there. Why not jump over to SoundCloud right now? Search for MQTA Radio. We're going to stay in the studio and do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth. You've been listening to more questions than answers. The only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host adrian lee we're the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris Chaton drainer chad peters michelle corey and anonymous donor and all of the international paranormal society at interparanormal.net and all of the show sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group mufon just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested 